everybody. Welcome to the Sour Mash Podcast. This is your wonderful Sour Mash Tours team. This is Dylan. I'm Danielle. And I am Andy. And I'm digging the new intro music. I'm, I'm liking it. You know, I mean, you, you can never go wrong with the, the Rock and Robin, but, you know, just want to add a little fresh, new hotness to it. Yeah. And the reason we chose Rock and Robin at first is because we found it on this list of <laughs> songs that didn't require any sort of a royalty. <laughs> Um, but then we just kind of said, fuck it. We did. <laughs> yeah, well, Andy, think, Andy said that. Andy yeah, did it. He said, I, hey, yeah, we have a new uh, you do a little bit, a little bit of research, you find out that there's certain fair trade, like fair use laws. Yeah. So I think that we're within that time frame. But we'll see when we get our cease and desist letter from um, Peter, Peter Bjorn, Bjorn and John. John. Yeah. Which I don't even know if they can read English, so I'm not worried about it. <laughs> and also, <laughs> I think that if, if you play something for like critical purposes, so say that every episode we did a quick review of that song, mm-hmm. then I think we're in the clear no matter what. So I'll say, I like it. It's a good good song. I also like that song. Yeah, personally, I love it. Yeah. And yeah. now it's turned into a compliment. So now we're yeah. reviewing that to start and now we can move on with our agenda we're no yeah. longer legally liable we're serious music <laughs> reviewers so yeah guys so we're you know it's been been a couple of weeks yeah it's been right? a while we had um i had jason and matt from the central kentucky spirit society here for a solo show missed you guys no uh, but they came in to talk about their bourbon on the banks mm-hmm. um that's happening in august yes which we're very excited about yeah that's gonna be fun um, so, but as far as the three of us go, it's been even longer because I think the one before that, Danielle wasn't. There's no Danielle. Yeah, I haven't recorded a podcast in quite some time. Yeah, she she spurned us for um, a birthday party. Yeah, where she, it was a Bob Ross themed birthday party. Which oh, now that I right. know that, like I approve. I was kind of upset at first, but like once I knew it was Bob yeah. Ross themed, I was like, no, this is good. I forgot that's what I was doing. So my, my good friend Virginia, she it was her birthday, and she said, I'm going to throw myself a birthday party, and it's Bob Ross themed. So when I walked in, she was dressed as Bob Ross. She had purchased canvases and tripods and paintbrushes and palettes and the whole thing for everyone. And she played an episode of, um, what is this show the called? Joy of Painting. The Joy of Painting. So say the art of painting, uh, the joy of painting, and the we, painting of art. Yeah, that's exactly what it was, and and we painted this this scene, and it was actually super super fun. So I'm sorry I couldn't be there, but that's like my um, dream. Like I've always wanted to do that. You should totally do I it. I need I need. It's that very tough. Yeah, Bob Ross acts like it's like, like easy, but then like you, you get in there and there's like knives and different things oh, that you have to do, yeah. like have to use to he create used trees. He a knife, and I was like. I don't have a knife. She's yeah. like, yeah, don't. We're not using knives here. <laughs> like, we are not that good. Um, but it, it was really fun. I'd highly recommend. It's on Netflix, so you know, paint along anytime you'd like. Uh, we used oil-based paint. Mm-hmm. A little different. Uh, yeah, a lot messier. Mm-hmm. So I maybe would recommend just using some some water-based paints. But you know, it was great. So I was painting a Bob Ross painting the last time you recorded. And coincidentally, you've been compared to Bob Ross. In certain settings, like when we do our bourbon and boards class, and Ooh. you're putting your charcuterie board, which is truly a work of art, together in mm. front of the group, mm. one person commented that it was kind of like a Bob Ross episode because you were describing what you were doing. You're talking about putting these little because no one else over was here. talking, <laughs> yeah. and I was just talking for yeah. 45 minutes. And that and person, like, this is that like person Bob may Ross. have been me, but okay. the crowd agreed with me when I made that joke. That was you. 
yeah. that said that. Mm-hmm. Look, I she kinda, was so in the zone, she didn't even know. I kind of yeah. forgot that anybody even said that. <laughs> when we do our bourbon and boards class, it is it is very nerve-wracking for at least the first 30 minutes because it's just me. Like, nobody, I can't, like, I can have some banter with the group, but, like, I'm making a You're watching me put together the food you're about to eat. Mm-hmm. So everybody's antsy. They're mm-hmm. like, I want to eat this food. Yeah. They have to watch me put it together. They have to listen to me crack bad jokes. And then 45 minutes later, I'm finally, like, here, take it. Yeah, that's like when I do very... the first tasting on a tour. Like yeah. that's literally what I do. So like I've started just doing a straight disclaimer saying, "Listen, I'm going to talk for a long time, and when you think you get to drink, I'm going to keep talking." Right. So you just let people know you're like, "You will eat when I allow you to." Honestly, <laughs> I'm like, it's a power. <laughs> it is, and I but I thought like, should I just? This is not. This is not. Um, no. What? Move your phone. What is this? I'm, set, I'm using my you phone as a coaster. You are the last person who should be pouring bourbon on top of a phone. Just for commentary here on the other side, uh, Andy has placed his nice Glencarn glass filled with our beautiful bourbon, which we'll talk about here in a second, on top of his iPhone. And Andy is known for knocking yeah. things over. He's already knocked over my glass once today. It's true. Yeah. No, it's very... That, that's, the, that's the reason that I said anything is because of all people, you should not be pouring bourbon on top of an iPhone. So let's move. The, the the cost benefit is not like what am I getting out of putting my bourbon on top of that? I thought when yeah. I set it down, it would maybe make less of a sound. That's on the what microphone. I thought. Yeah. Oh, I see. See, that's table. That's okay to have those sounds, though, right? It's okay. Fun. Like they know we're drinking know bourbon. We're drinking. We're drinking we sound guys, surprise! We're drinking bourbon. You're gonna hear the glasses clink. Okay. See, everybody's I'll aware now. I'll keep my phone out of harm's way. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna move it. Thanks over for letting me know. Yeah. 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 It's beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. That's teamwork, guys. That's marriage. Makes the dream work. <laughs> Get ready for it. So um, I have no idea what you were talking about before you derided my glass paint. I was just, I was talking about, Dylan and I were just waxing poetic about talking in front of groups of people and no feedback for several oh, yeah. several minutes. And then, yeah. and then at the end of it, you're like, wow, I did a terrible job. And everybody's like, that was great. <laughs> and you're like, okay, I'm glad you enjoyed that. Well, for you do do a, a very nice job Thank at you. those events. The board has been unanimous. Beautiful. Absolutely. The Thank boards you. are beautiful. Your jokes land, especially the... The fart joke that you make around the dried apricots. Well, spoiler alert. I know. Come on, man. <laughs> There's one fart joke that I make. Um, Don't give you, it away. You if you come to our coming. next Bourbon and Boards event, you'll get to hear the fart joke. Correct me if I'm wrong. July 12th at Mesa, a collaborative kitchen in New Albany, which I'm very excited about. Several people messaged me today um, about that because they updated the event on Facebook. Mm. And Mesa is a very cool place to go where you can go and actually like see a chef make a meal, get to eat the meal. Um, in this case, you get to watch me put a bunch of cheese Danielle and meat chef now. We have to get you on a, a board. I know. Like, chef Coke. I'll bring Kiss the Cook um, apron. I Andy has it. one too. Yeah. Um, but we don't have, we got to have one made for you. I it says Kiss the Cook and it says our names on it. That's I, exciting. Um, I have an apron that says I drink and I know things that Kate got me for. Oh, like uh, uh, Tyrion. Yeah, from Game of Thrones that Kate got me for Christmas. That's perfect. And I also have a chef hat. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we've got to get you cooking. Like, chef, like a Chef Boyardee style hat? Yeah, like a tall Incredible. Sweet. That's crucial. Bring that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. So so I think it's July 12th, and I could be wrong. It's, um, I think it is. And anyway, at Mesa, Bourbon and Boards. Come hear my fart joke. Um, <laughs> sorry that Andy ruined it forever. We'll be on the, like, Mesa is kind of a cool venue to play because there's been, like, a lot of great local chefs that have been there, like Andy McCabe. From Barvetti. Yes. I think uh, maybe Bobby Benjamin has done something there. Yeah. Could okay. be wrong about that. Okay. But yeah, it's like, you know, we're 
getting into the big leagues. It's like when a musician plays at like Madison Square Garden or something like that. Oh, on nice, a slightly, nice comparison. Yeah. Maybe a slightly smaller scale, yeah. maybe a larger scale. I yeah. would say mainly it's a great spot because they've got a great kitchen and uh, prep area and, and refrigerator, which are crucial. I think it's an, it's an honor to be playing that venue. It is. It tr- I'm excited. Truly. About it. No, yeah, fun. it'll be great. It's going to be good. Anyway, um, whatever we were talking about before. Yeah, that. now we're getting back to, back to the basics. Back to the bourbon. So, so yeah, tell us what we're, what, we're, what we're sipping on here. So, I was in the other room looking through the shelves, trying to find something unique that we haven't drank yet. And there's several things, but couldn't land on anything that really popped. And I remembered that I have this flask with a green label on the front of it, stocked away in the in the cabinet. Dylan, what does the label say? This label, on a nice sticky note, says Cali Gold, which sounds like some marijuana strain. It does, <laughs> and I'm sure it is a strain of pot somewhere along the line. But this particular strain is of bourbon. <laughs> and this is something I heard about maybe a year ago. Um, Ooh, it be- burned. Became immediately intrigued by it. Danielle's loving it. Um, somebody in California, hence the Cali portion of the Cali Gold, <laughs> who allegedly has a lot of experience blending whiskey, uh, either from an American distillery, maybe from a Scottish distillery. The origins are slightly unknown. But this person, maybe a collaboration with the group, came up with three proprietary bourbon blends. And this is literally, I think, stuff that they buy off the shelf in certain proportions, mixed together. Add some gold flakes too. I can't see any in any of our um, any of our what? glasses. I think when I split, it has gold flakes in it. I split this with Marty, and I think he got most of the gold flakes. He got more of the flakes. Um, and I, this is the standard. They have a high rye blend, and then they have a weeded blend. So you're effectively giving us bourbon gold schlager. Yeah, right. <laughs> so a friend of mine. I see a couple in I'll here. I'll leave him nameless because this is technically Did probably an illegal one? product. No, I don't more, think I have one. Didn't you already mention his name? Did I say James? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> James Doe. Oop. There you go. From uh, <laughs> an area of the state that I will not disclose. You're going to keep giving context All right, that's clues Continue. away. Continue. Like, <laughs> somehow has a beeline for this stuff. So I split a bottle. With Marty, and I happen to really like it. I think Danielle does not. I get a st- I, that. That doesn't mean that I don't like it. It just like that. That was a long burn it's, in the throat. It's got like, a little bit of spice to it. Yeah, for that sure. was that one coated my throat and just like heated it up. I get a very distinct flavor and smell with this. I'm not going to tell you guys what it is until you have a chance. I mean, tea. Mine's, yeah, mine's tea? super herbal. Tea, like um, just like black tea leaves. Mm-hmm. I get pineapple. Come pineapple? on, man. Pineapple, like, like have you ever had a soft serve ice cream? It's like a pineapple Dole Whip. Yeah, that's oh, what yeah. I get on the nose. But I'm not, I'm not getting that. I'm not getting that. No, mine's spicy and I have that like herbal smell. I definitely. I get a little bit of the herbal, maybe a little four roses in there somewhere along it's the really, line. By the yeah. way, the fact that I even had tea to say is like a huge thing for me. Yeah, that's like a big, you guys, yeah, that you, that's that's a new note. For and me. you straight like snap that off too. Thank you. See, you just gotta say stuff right off the top of your head. Wow. I mean, I usually do in my everyday <laughs> life. I should just employ that more here on the podcast. I'm telling you. Well, I happen to really enjoy this stuff. Marty liked it so much, he bought a second bottle. Um, through the same contact, and um, I think it tastes like pineapples, pineapples, tropical fruit. There you go. Well, I'm I don't dislike it. I just had a, a very uh, a very pointed reaction to my first sip. I think you might have just had that first sip go down wrong. 
Oh, sometimes it, that happens. I do that sometimes on tour, and I have to hide the fact that like, I off. had a bad first sip. Yeah. And you're just like, mmm, that's good. This one's really good. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I was just now. I don't know. It, it was like, do you ever take a drink and like your like your esophagus feels like it's like burning? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like, that's what mine just felt like. They call that the Kentucky choke. The Kentucky (laughs) choke. Let me also say that um, I don't drink bourbon as often as y'all do. Like, I I like bourbon, um, but it's not my spirit of choice. Mm -hmm. So whenever I'm going to go drink, I'm not going to be like, let me pour some bourbon. So this might be my first, like, bourbon pour in... I was going to say, it's probably the first bourbon you've had in a bit. Yeah, it has been. Uh, It's been a while. So, in a grill. In a grill. So, anyway... (laughs) Well, glad Clarification you enjoy it. there. Yeah. But if you have a chance to get some Cali Gold, try to get some. For a second, it looked <laughs> oh. like it was going to be a lot harder to obtain bourbon through the secondary market because Facebook, where a lot of this these transactions occur, recently decided to start enforcing some of their rules regarding the secondary sale of alcohol. The Zucker Lord wasn't getting a cut of that cash. I guess not. Wasn't having it. Yeah, I don't know what prompted this, but suddenly I'm a member of maybe four different groups in which some of this buying and selling occurs. And suddenly one day I started getting all these notifications that these groups are changing their names. And I was like, what the hell's going on? And did a little bit of research and it turned out they were all getting letters from Facebook essentially telling them to stop doing what they're doing. Get a cease and desist. I mean, technically it is illegal. It is illegal, yeah. Um, but they said there can't be any reference in the description to selling or trading alcohol, um, or no solicitations or business conducted on the post. Yeah. So what you do is you sell raffle tickets. That's the way you get around it. Well, you're also not legally allowed to conduct a raffle. You know what? So it's for charity. <laughs> so, so what's the solution here? Um, <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't divulge the secrets because they're always listening. For example, they're listening yesterday, to right now. which I will get into this, but I was traveling back from Hilton Head, which we'll talk about, and I was mentioning to Kate about our upcoming trip that I needed one of those like travel backpacks that like you can fold up into a little square and put yeah. in your luggage. Mm-hmm. And I'll be damned if I didn't have a... You got targeted. It, yeah, I had an email today from Amazon and the Bees Boss giving me all the options on all the cool waterproof travel bags that I can have. I didn't have my phone out. It was in my pocket. That's wild. That's it's messed listening. up. Yeah, it's always I listening. have a similar story to this, and I'm trying to find this photo because I don't even know what I would refer well, to. Well, while but... Danielle's looking at the photo... <laughs> I found it. <laughs> so... <laughs> so, a similar story, and this is a different subject, but, um, I mean, just... I guess at work, I've talked to some of my my girlfriends about, like, I've just got a short torso and really long legs, okay? And maybe not the direction you thought this was going. And so I I buy specific cuts of jeans for that. This says, the best jeans for tall women with short torsos. (laughs) Like, there's no way to That's super specific. That's so specific. I screenshot this because I was blown away. (laughs) Sent it to everybody at work, and I said, they're listening to us. And I'm waiting for them to get one, too. It's like... You know, jeans for short women with the hourglass figure. You know, whatever everybody's got. Yeah. This is wild. That's insane. Like that's invasion of privacy. And honestly, like I didn't even, I didn't even capture what these jeans are in the screenshot. Look, that's the worst part I just about know it. Danielle's Zappos. like, damn, I really need those jeans. Honestly, I looked back at it and said, fuck, <laughs> I can't find what kind of jeans these are for tall women with short torsos. Anyway, 
That was the most recent example of that happening to I'm me. Telling you, it's the not man, cool. Big Brother, listening in. So Facebook might always be listening, but apparently they don't have a great handle on what's going on in their group pages because they sent out that list. There was a little bit of shuffling around, some minor changes in language, some minor changes in some of the rules, and let's just say that it's like the secondary market never missed a beat. Still going, still. Well, I know that Facebook is like changing to be more group centric. Mm -hmm. So I can imagine that things like this might happen more often. Maybe. Um, what does it mean, group centric? Like, so it's all about. It's not about like your individual stuff now. Yeah, it's about like, like your little tribe. They find mm. that people are like, you know, we're members of groups, right? Like whether you're really involved in it, like our neighborhood group, or like I'm members of certain groups. You're, you've got your bourbon thing, you know, whatever. And when I get on Facebook, I might see notifications, but I just get like. It's always events and groups. Mm -hmm. I mean, that that's truly like, I'm in a group called Girls Love Travel, and they just talk about different destinations and recommendations. I look at that all the time. I look at my events, and that's pretty much it. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just like moms posting stuff. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, and that's not a bad thing. Or like a lot of memes. A lot of memes. Just like like kind really of, bad memes. Yeah. Really, like memes that aren't really memes. They're just like, somebody made that. Somebody took doesn't a picture of Clark Griswold and just put like, Merry Christmas. Shitter. Yeah. Never seen her. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, what? All right. Cool. What? That's, that's a meme. That is perfect. You should make that. I just, I'm, that's a t-shirt. That's a t-shirt. Share it on Facebook around the holidays and it's going to go viral. Now you know what's going to happen. I'm going to check my Facebook and there's going to be a fucking meme of Clark Griswold saying Stop. that. If, if it happens, you have if to If it does, it. I'm, I'm going to go off the grid. I'm going flip phone. I'm not having it. I haven't, I don't know how... <laughs> how deep we want to get into this conversation, but I've been having a lot of conversations about simplified phones the past couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. Like I wish that your phone at least had a setting where you could quickly change the settings on your phone where it would, and this is because I have no willpower obviously, but like <laughs> where it would block certain things. So like um, maybe you're in vacation mode and you mm -hmm. literally just want calls and text messages. Yeah. Like you don't want you to see, like you're not gonna get notified about email. Maybe it like blocks you from getting on certain things, certain times, like different settings that you can like presets for your phone that you can choose and you can customize so that you can have more or less functionality. I like that idea. Or maybe they just give you a flip phone, yeah. you know, flip and it's phone. just flip phone calls, oh. text, like that would be nice. I personally, I follow Kate's lead. I've, I have deleted Facebook and Instagram from my phone. I no, a, longer, I no longer look at it. That's awesome. I, I would love to delete at least Facebook from my phone, but I make a lot of posts. Like, you yeah, know. for work. Yeah. You're the social media person. I am. What do, how do you know if you're going to invite it to an event? A lot of people just use Facebook for invites. Because that's not, how, use it on that's desktop. not how a real friend invites you to something. You can still get on on the desktop. Yeah. He can still log on. I but like do little checks. You can also like just get on your browser on your phone and go to Facebook, but mm -hmm. just not having it like at at your Where fingertips. Where I can literally because so like Don't expects to have a courier with guarded by two Doberman pinchers yes. show up at his door with a scroll inviting Absolutely. him to whatever. Hear ye, hear ye! I doff they invite thee to whatever. Yeah, absolutely. To the no. bar crawl on Bardstown Road. I like the feeling of not having the option to just click in on that button when I'm. Just I'm with you. Stuff I'm with you. Um, yeah. There's a, an article that I'll send you that that uh, a friend of mine from work shared, and it's like this really long, intense article about ways that you can kind of like make your phone work for you instead mm -hmm. of like because we're just so. I, I left my phone at home today. Mm -hmm. This is the first time I've done that in a long time. And for the most part, it was kind of nice, but there were other moments, and it's mainly Instagram. Yeah. I'm so used to just picking my phone up and going straight there, like muscle memory, and mm -hmm. just looking that there were times where I would like, I could tell that my brain wanted to pick up my phone and look at Instagram. You reach and I'm for like, it. you can't, which it's kind of nice. I should do that more often. Mm -hmm. But anyway. Just leave it. 
Just so leave it alone. I'm glad that we got on that soliloquy about how our overlords are watching our every move and how we're, we need to revert back to the way our parents lived. Just nice and simple. Or back to when how we lived for a long time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but we've forgotten but what that feels like. We've forgotten what it was like. Anyway. We're too far gone. Too yeah. far. Too far gone now. Um, so we were both on respective trips yeah. this weekend. Mm-hmm. Dylan, you mentioned you had a story about Hilton Head that involved some crazy setup. Yeah, absolutely. So there's a couple things. So <laughs> <laughs> Nice exposition. <laughs> He's like, let's leave this vague. I forgot what he said. So... Yeah, so Kate and I went to went to Hilton Head uh, this past weekend to go and check out our wedding venue, whoop, whoop. Whoop. and also meet with our caterers, um, uh, Roy and Becky, who were fantastic people, just like good old low country folks. So we had an awesome time with them. Our venue's beautiful. We're really excited about it. It's going to be a blast. We're going to have a lot of fun. Um, I but, thought that it was generous that you mentioned before the show that you were invite, inviting all of our podcast listeners to come to the web. Everyone yeah, I thought that listens. was awesome. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Everyone who listens, this is not an invitation. <laughs> because I have to go home to a woman that would not appreciate me saying that this was an I invitation would, to everybody. I would not allow you to do that, personally. <laughs> I don't I mean, think anybody would. But, but anyway. But, you get some, like, this one crazy fan that we have that we don't even yeah, know about. Exactly, you never know. It's like, yeah. I like to think that we have a crazy, like, a crazy fan, you know? Like, that would be, that'd just be cool. Just one. Just yeah. one. Like I said, I've been listening to way too many, like, true crime podcasts. I don't need that crazy fan, because that's when they, like, wear your skin somewhere. I just like <laughs> the idea that there's been, like, one person that's out there since we haven't recorded in a few weeks It's just been, like, pining for this thing <laughs> to come just out. Just like, please. And when the, when the notification comes from iTunes tomorrow, they're going to be like, yes! Finally! I got I 30 to... more minutes of content. Like, they've like, been listening to old episodes I feel like a family with you guys. Yeah. Oh. But if that's so... you, send, send me a text and I'll give you the info for Dylan's wedding. <laughs> <laughs> send me there a text. We're on, we have uh, the numbers of all of our listeners. Everyone. <laughs> So, so, okay, so two stories. So the first, first story, so, so Kate and I, we had downtime on a Sunday, which included us saying, like, I can't go on the beach right now because, obviously, I have the Achilles thing, which, update, got that cast cut off this uh, morning. Oh, yeah, you can't go in the sand. Yeah, couldn't go in. So I literally, have, we have had this plan since before I got hurt. I call, the, I call my, um, my doctor, and I'm just like, hey, I'm getting ready to go out of town. I'm getting ready, like, I know I'm getting this cut off. Is there any way I can move this up to where I can do that? And they're like, that's like a week early. So, no. no. <laughs> you can't do that. So yeah, like, a week out of like four. Yeah. It's like 25%. Four. Yeah. yeah. And, which, when, when I really thought about it, I was like, well, that was a little It was worth a try. It was worth a try. Just in case. Yeah. So, anyway. So, yeah. So, I have my bulky cast that I have down there. I can't get on the beach. That's like Kate's happy place. So, we settled for this bar called the the Tiki Bar, which is right like right on the beach, really close. You can see the water. And we it opened at eleven o'clock on Sunday morning. We got there at ten forty five and we we proceeded to get buckets of beer and food until eleven thirty that night. <laughs> oh, I will not say what the bill was, but wow. it was fine. Uh, it was solid. As we're going back to our condo, which is like across the street, we like, I'm on my scooter, full on, scootering on, scootering on. We decided to cut across the street, not use the crosswalk. Uh, Dylan, it was dark. It was like 11 o'clock at night. I neglected to see a hole that was in the road and proceeded to flip <laughs> over my handlebars of my scooter. Oh, no. <laughs> as a car is coming. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And so the only thing that I could do at that point 
is to just kind of wave my hand like, to ah! let them know, yeah. I'm in the middle of the street. Oh I am disabled. <laughs> Luckily, I guess people at Hilton Head are used to driving slow at night because there's sea turtles and stuff like that. So, no injuries, no harm done. But Dylan. wouldn't that have been one hell of a story? You're like, I've only been at the bar for 12 hours. <laughs> a sea turtle saved yeah. your life. Sea turtles, yeah. So I'm all, I've am i dedicated my, my life after retirement to sea turtle research and preservation. So that's not, not, there, that's not there might not be any left by then. That's, that's why we need people that's true. to do this work. Yes. So that was, Dylan, so I'm that, glad you didn't get run over. Are sea turtles in danger? So am I. Absolutely. That's really? why, yeah. How yeah. many episodes of Planet Earth and Our Planet and all those BBC documentaries have we watched and you have not learned anything about sea turtles? There's a segment almost every water episode about sea turtles. Yeah. I just thought it was like showing cool sea turtles swimming I thought around. we were having like an experience together, like watching this awesome show. <laughs> Turns out you weren't even taking anything in. And the whole time I'm saying stuff like, nature's awesome, this is crazy. I'm no, like, I've so taken those it. parts, but I don't take any of the information. Any of the information about the important stuff, like yeah. the things are like in danger and but just, now we know. Now we're we're spreading this well, using our platform the more you to raise know. awareness. There we go. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. I yeah. love it. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm into that. All right. So my other story involves. Okay. Is from the this way, is the way home. Yeah. So, so this, this is the so this is my abuela story. Yeah. This is a crazy one. Yeah. This is crazy. So, so because I'm in a cast and I booked this flight months before this happened, we're in like the very back of the plane, and so I always ask like, hey, could I get an upgrade to somewhere closer? And so. Luckily, they've been able to do that, which has been super nice. So, Allegiant, I get on. I'm literally like hopping through because I have to leave my scooter checked at the like at the. So door. you're like grabbing the so seats. I'm glad and, like, grabbing the seats, through. like jumping on, and I get to the get to our seats, and there's like this lady had to be in her 90s, like this 90 year old abuela, just this older Latina woman, and she's sitting in the seat that I'm supposed to be in, and I'm just like, ma'am, I'm supposed to be like in the seat, like I think you might have the window. And I come to quickly realize that, like, she does not speak English at all. And <laughs> oh, not she's a, like, not. not a word. So, actually, so I'm just like, oh, can, then can we just, like, get in? Will you stand up for a second and, like, and, like, let us jump in? And people are like, oh, she doesn't speak English. And she just, like, straight up looks at me at some point, one point, and she just goes, no. <laughs> no. So, she wasn't going to let anybody sit next she to her? She was not going to budge. Wasn't going to budge. And so, I'm standing here, like, balancing myself. I look at the stewardess or the, the, the flight attendants. Come on. I know, sorry. It's all right. Flight attendants, it's all right. flight attendants are lovely people. And they're like, just take the row behind you. I don't think anybody's sitting there. So we get situated. I'm sitting there. I'm right behind her. I have my I foot. I like how, by the way, the flight attendant's like, no, nah, we're not messing with her. <laughs> we're not like, messing. Just sit behind Which, her. This goes more into in detail. This oh, okay. lady was fantastic. So we're, I'm sitting behind her, and I, got my, I have my foot under the seat, and it's my cast foot. And so, like, I guess you kind of saw that something was under the seat. And so she reaches under. No, she does not. And she like, she touches the top of my cast. No, she doesn't. And I'm like, okay, she just thinks that's something. She knows it's my cast. She proceeds to grab onto my big toe. Like, no, she does not. Like, like straight up, not touch it and say like, oh, that's a human foot. Like grab, <laughs> oh, like, grab it. And I, I barely Hold can't. on. Just wait. So she just went like this, and she starts feeling this. She just grabs your toe? She just grabs like, my toe. Like, full on, like, like, like thumb and index finger, like, grips it. Okay. <laughs> and Kate said I let out this, like, ah! <laughs> yeah. And the guy sitting next to her is like, oh, no. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> what does she think she's doing is the question. Know. I don't know. I don't know what the rationale was, but she just straight up grabs my toe. And I had to, like... 
reach was she around trying to like, get you for like trying to sit by her? Like, maybe that's what that was. Absolutely was, that not. Was a Pinch that she's toe. Like, she's like, you son of a bitch. Right. I'm trying to do this. And so I'm just like, I'm dying laughing. The guy next to me is dying laughing. And she's just sitting there like nothing ever happened. But this lady was a boss, man. Like she, Did, she like a lady finally came up and like had to get into that row. And she still didn't move. Like this lady literally had to step over top of her <laughs> to get into her seat. Like, she wasn't having it. And then the, the snacks come around, and she's just like, I'm going to take this snack pack, and I need a water. They didn't charge her. <laughs> like the, are you serious? Like, the flight attendants were like, here you go. Those are, those are oh, yours they, now. Oh, they had given up, like, way before you had gone on the plane. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so this lady was just like, I'm doing what I want. I don't wow. care. But it was, the guys... When she grabbed my toe, it was one of the funniest I'm, things. I'm it, truly blown away. How long did so she hold questions. on to it? It was a like, it was a couple beats. Like, it, yeah. it was long enough to know. Like, it was probably like grab- three quarters of a second, but it seemed like <laughs> a minute. If, if you touch a human toe, <laughs> yeah. your what first she, reaction is to say like, "Oh no, no, no I shouldn't." Do that. Well, first of all, like, yeah, it's like touching you, a hot you, pan or something. <laughs> if you reach under the seat. And you feel the cast first, right? You might think, oh, what is this? And like then you a feel a, a human specific, toe. Like, nothing else feels like that. Right. But you might say, what is this? Oh, is this some luggage? Is this is a package? And then you feel a human toe. And you would say, like, you know, oh, lo siento. Sorry about that. You know what I mean? Like, my bad, no, she dude. Gripped, she gripped it. It was a grip. That's hilarious. <laughs> so it was fantastic. Your story reminded me, and this kind of comes back full circle to something I'm, we talked I'm about really... earlier. Um... One time I was traveling for work and I had a, a very quick layover in Dallas um, and I needed food. Like it was one of these deals where I had to get some some lunch and I'm rushing through the airport. Dallas airport, by the way, at least one wing of it is like a third world country. Like no ceiling panels on the top, just like loose lights hanging down, like flickering lights in the corner. It's like it looked like a bomb just went off or something, which I know you can't say bomb in an airport, but you can say bomb when talking about an airport, I think. Um, so anyway, I stopped. The one thing that looked good was Popeye's chicken. They're always listening. So I stop at Popeye's, get this box of chicken tenders with fries, very excited about it, and a a, a, a drink. So I almost said a soft serve drink. Hey, um, still thinking about that pineapple. Yeah, still thinking yeah, about that pineapple. Float, yeah. um, a fountain drink. So, you know, trying to carry like my luggage, I got this box of Popeye's and this drink through the, the uh, plane. And I went to go put my luggage up, and somehow or another, I squeezed the <laughs> thing too hard and just spilled the drink all over this seat. Like the entire 20-ounce Coke or whatever spilled out on the seat that was not mine. Oh. So I'm like, shit, what, what can I do here? I've got a line full of people following, trying to sit down, uh, find their seats. I'm just going to take one for the team. I'm wearing jeans. I'm just going to sit down in this seat that's not mine and soak up this Coke with my with my bare ass. You just sat in it? Not my bare ass. Yeah, bare my ass. He took ass. his pants off. But it, 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 you know, felt like it was because it soaked through. Oh. So I'm sitting in this aisle seat that wasn't mine. And sure enough, this family comes up that does not speak a lick of English. And I'm sitting in one of their seats, yeah. naturally. Um, and I had to explain to this guy who, I'm, I don't know what language he spoke, that I'm sitting in this because he doesn't want to, because it's soaking wet. I had to stand up and like show him that it was wet, tell him that I did that, <laughs> I'm sitting in this seat. Um, so that's... So did they just, so one of them took your seat? I think that's what ended up happening. Yeah, like we just kind of swapped seats and I sat in the wet seat the whole trip oh. um, and ate Popeyes with nothing to wash it down. <laughs> 
God. God, I can't imagine like a cold airplane this and is, just covered in coke. This yeah. is this oh. is this is the Andy move. Like, I can imagine myself being there and going, Andy. Like he will drop things and get stuff all over him, and my first reaction is to go, Andy, Andy, Andy. I'm constantly doing that to him because it's so clumsy, and. That I'm glad I wasn't there for that. I don't well, what were I my have... options? I didn't have any options. You yeah, did the right thing. I mean, that's you the only thing you right could thing. do. Yeah, I was a martyr that day. <laughs> you did it. Yeah. But so. while while Dylan was in Hilton Head, Danielle and I were at a lovely wedding. Kelly and Quincy, who've been mentioned on this podcast, got hitched in Chicago. Beautiful ceremony, beautiful reception. Couldn't have had a better time. It was super fun. But surrounding that, I realized that Chicago is a great place for bourbon drinking. Yeah. Which is crazy. You would not think that. You'd think Chicago would be super expensive. Yeah. And actually, it was Chicago the first time that like it hit me in the face that like bourbon was becoming like a thing. Mm-hmm. This was probably like eight or nine years ago. We were on a trip visiting Kelly at the time. And we were in just like a normal burger restaurant. And I looked up at the bar and they had like Weller 12 and Elmer T. Lee. And just like a diverse selection of bourbon that I'd only seen up to that point in Kentucky. And that's when I realized, like, you know, this is a, a trend that's catching on across the country. And sure enough, it has. But we went to the first night we were at Big Star, which is a very hip and fun taco place. Actually, it was a lot of, um, here locally, a lot of the Silver Dollars aesthetics, I think, were borrowed from Big Star. They kind of have a similar look and feel. But they had, like, I had a Pappy 15 for $20 an ounce. That would be twice that here. I had mm-hmm. a Sazerac 18-year rye, which I think is my favorite whiskey of all time. For fifteen dollars, that was an ounce. kind of hard to order. Yeah, because Andy's was. like, I'd love to have the Sazerac Rye, and she's like, Which one is it? She's and like the Knob Creek Rye. He's, she's like the Knob Creek. He's like, No, and he's like, No, that one right up there is that bottle that looks like so and so. And she's like, Okay, great. So would you like a Sazerac with that? And he's like, No, no, I don't want the drink. I don't want the drink. I want the the rye. Anyway, we got there. It just took a minute. Yeah, yeah and I was skeptical that it was going to be it. it I, I, that's when I like immediately when she I figured it out. Like, yeah, she figured it. I, out. I got it, but. Yeah, I mean, Chicago, you think about is, and most things are more expensive there, but for some reason, like, even though they do feature bourbon at this bar, very fair prices. Mm-hmm. If you're in, find yourself in the city, uh, stop by Big Star on Damon and get some nice pours of bourbon. And then before the, we went to a Vampire Weekend concert on Sunday, before that we ate at a place called... St. Louis Assembly. St. Louis Assembly. And they had the whole Van Winkle lineup, and I had a... An ounce of Pappy Twenty there for twenty dollars. For twenty bucks. Yeah, that's crazy. I know. Huh? The prices are really cheap. That's super reasonable. Yeah. I mean, here it would be places. two or three times that. Exactly. So yeah, it was a, it was a nice bourbon weekend. Um, bourbon along with wedding the wedding weekend. weekend. The wedding was awesome. The concert was great. Like we had a lot of good food, good drinks. It was. Man, it takes it out of you, though. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I got back. Oh, it was four days of hitting it hard. Yeah, oh, yeah, I got back. I was just dead. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. When we got back, yeah, we got back last night, and it was just like, we had time in the airport. Yeah. So, of course, like, you sit there, you have a couple of drinks and some snacks, and then you're just like, good Lord, what am I doing? Oh, yeah. yeah no, it's nonstop. Eating bad, drinking mm-hmm. bad, but having fun. Yeah. yeah. Making memories, guys. Making, Making memories. memories. Yeah. So, that's, that, that's solid. Well... Congrats to Kelly and Quincy. Yes. Of course. Big congrats to them. Leaving for their honeymoon today. Nice. Fancy folks. Um, I'd also just like to let you guys know I did get a gold flake. Um, Nice. So, no big deal. Oh, look at that. It's real um, gold. It is real gold. It looks like, I feel like I'm drinking Goldschlager. I feel like it's my 21st birthday. (laughs) I remember my 21st birthday, we did something stupid. The (laughs) shot book of 21 shots. Yeah. It was so dumb. That was a, that was a 
women thing. Like, like that was a weird thing that. that we did, and we would make. The biggest part about it is you just make a scrapbook. Yeah. So like, Somebody had we would make, make each other a scrapbook. It would take like a week, and then you have to take twenty one shots. Which, when you're turning twenty one, I think like that was not a big deal because I don't even know what twenty one. A lot of booze. No, in my mind, believe me, I get that and I know that, and that's <laughs> that's not gonna happen for me. But when you're turning twenty one, I don't think you really understand, mm-hmm. right? So you're like, sure, twenty one shots. So I started at noon, like at the Mexican restaurant, and had like a margarita. I, did, mm-hmm. I didn't do all shots, but long story short, one of my very first shots was Goldschlager, and I swear to you, I took so many Goldschlager shots. Oh. Like why? Why? It's like, like when made me you, feel sick. You right probably now. haven't had Goldschlager since then. Have not. No. Absolutely. Because have why not. would you ever? I do haven't it? had a lot of the things that I drank that night. Although this weekend we had our uh, first shots of. Uh, Malort. Malort. It's disgusting. That was a journey. It was awful. Yeah, yes. That stayed so with you name, for a while. Yeah. Our neighbor first... Sam bought us a shot of Malort uh-uh. when we went out to eat once. And he was just like, oh, Here? Is... Yeah. They have it at uh, at Four Pegs. Okay. Yeah. I and mean, he was it's, like, oh, it's the Chicago It's whiskey. available. Yeah, the Chicago. It's called the Chicago spirit. handshake. Yeah. They're like, people really like it. And I, it tasted like, you know when you leave a pill in your mouth too long? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And it's just bitter. And yeah. it's awful. It was that, and I wanted to punch him. It, it, <laughs> but it was lasts like that. Yeah, well, when, oh, you, when I terrible. first took it, I like took the shot and like sat it down and no flavor at all. I'm like, this is great. Like, I'm immune. This is my <laughs> life now. And then it starts to hit you, and it starts to hit you like all over your tongue. You're like, mm-hmm. this is bitter. This is gross. Makes you, ugh, ugh. Anyway. I don't know why it's a thing. Is it a joke? I think it's kind of a joke. I think yeah. it's kind of a joke. People know it's not good. Nobody's like, yum, malort, but like. They brought over a big tray of Malort, and mm, I don't know. We had to take it. Yeah, we ha- you have to. You can't, you know, they're like, this is the Chicago handshake. And we're like, sure. And I took it, and I'm like, never again. So there you go. Yeah. It tells you that everybody in Chicago is a bunch of bastards. It's like, <laughs> it's in the same direction as a lot of, like, um, like, digestive, like, yeah. it's like a fernet or something mm-hmm. like that, except with no redeeming qualities. Like, aqua- like there's no good flavor. Like, Aquavit's kind of good. Like, yeah, Aquavit has good flavor. Like, Malort. Like I don't think that you could make a cocktail that would that would taste good. No, I don't even. I don't know. Apparently, there's places that do make like premium, like high end malort, according to Quincy. Also, that I'm name sure is do. terrible. Malort. I know. Malort. malort. Yeah, it sounds malort. bad. Yeah, it does. Hello, malort. Malort. <laughs> it's like what a oh, says to us. I know. Yeah. It. Yeah. So we had malort. Well, I think it was my first time having malort. I'm pretty sure it was mine as well. I feel like I would have remembered that. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. would have been like, oh yeah, I remember like that. You. Yeah, everybody, they they had us take a shot, and they would just watch the, everyone's face. Oh, yeah. And everybody's like, hmm. Never again. And then, oh, more bourbon. At their <laughs> at the dinner, at the picnic they had on Friday to welcome everybody, Quincy generously brought a bottle of Weller Crafter Perfect Bourbon, the white oh, label. Wow. Opened that, destroyed the whole thing, um, including, at one point I looked over, and, and Kelly's dad was over there with a glass of ice, and he looks at this. Pours about three quarters of the way up, then takes a Pepsi, cracks it, and fills the rest of it with Pepsi. You know, he's the father of the bride. He can do what he wants. He can do whatever he wants. <laughs> and they, he, that, that was apparently his second one. The first one he did right in front of Quincy, and Quincy was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, what I'm are gonna you going to go, do? I'm going to go scream in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think he was planning on that entire bottle getting no, drank. No, I don't it, think he was it, either. It I love the bottle, though. Like, the bottle itself, the white label. It's a yeah, really cool bottle. It's very pretty. Yeah, and, it's um, very pretty. And then at the wedding itself, instead of doing, like, a champagne toast, they poured a bunch of uh, shots of Elijah Craig small batch. Nice. And they gave a little, like, thank you to everybody, and everybody there took a shot. It was on the itinerary. Like, 
it was like on a popcorn bag they had written what everything was gonna happen yeah. and like at like nine o'clock it was like shots <laughs> like shots were scheduled shots were scheduled so I, I knew about this I'd prepared for it but I'm, I'm not a big shot taker I'm not not good at it and then every every wedding now has like a class or a, um, a signature cocktail mm-hmm. but theirs was they love Costco theirs was the Kirkland signature cocktail but their dog's name is Kirkland, Kirkland. Signature, right. signature Kendall, yeah. yeah. So they had a little little silhouette of the dog. But what was interesting, Quincy made it himself, and he had a little assist on the um, the recipe from the beverage director at the Aviary. So oh, nice. and he borrowed the the slushy machine from Alinea. Okay. So yeah. it was uh, it was high quality. That's pretty. Was, that's pretty quality. It, it, it tasted awesome. like it looked and tasted like applesauce. Apple it was Ooh, so good. It was awesome. And it I got think me I had wet. like I was gonna say like I think that's, I had that's like dangerous. Five. It was strong. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, I had a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a great time overall. Great weekend. That's awesome. Well, so, is that it, guys? I think that might be it. Is there anything we need to plug? We uh, got. We already mentioned the bourbons, bourbons and, boards. and boards. We got yeah. a, um, a, a axes and bourbon event. We do. Coming yeah. Up at the end July twenty seventh. We're going to be doing another bullseyes and bourbon. Bullseyes and bourbon. Um, so I should know oh, our branding. It's fine. Uh, open to the public. Um, we talked about it before. An hour of axe throwing followed by two uh, tasting stops led by Andy and Dylan. That's always a really fun time. Mm-hmm. So we've got spots available available for that. Um, bourbon and boards coming up. Yep, we're going to be on the ABV Network podcast this week. We are going to be on that. Um, so we're recording that this week. Very excited to meet them and chat with them this mm-hmm. week. Um, and that's yeah. all the big news. That's yeah. all the big news. That's the stuff. So yeah, guys. So um, that that'll do it for the pod. Uh, well, the cast. Sorry. Uh, we'll do it for the cast today. Uh, remember, we are Sour Mash Tours. You can check us out on social media at Sour Mash Tours. Uh, also, if you want to book a tour with us, www.sourmashtours.com. Come and drink with us for a lot of fun. Um, unless you have an abuelo that wants to grab somebody's toes, <laughs> oh then gosh. we might have, we might have some forget. troubles. Oh, wow. But regardless, um, we want to have a drink with you guys. So it's been fun, as always. And as we always sign off, cheers. 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 If I told you